Welcome to the St Albans podcast, bringing you news, views and reviews for the city and district of St Albans. In association with the Hearts Advertiser. Welcome along to another edition of the St Albans Podcast with me, Danny Smith. Uh, coming up on this edition of the podcast, uh, we will be talking to David Widowson from Ovo uh, Theatre Company. Uh, they have a special benefit event uh, on Thursday, the 31st of March at the Maltings Theatre with all uh, proceeds going to the um, the Disasters Emergency Committee Appeal Fund, raising money for the people of Ukraine. Uh, and uh, we're going to be finding out all about that from, from David a bit later. But first, let's go straight to Matt Adams from the Hearts Avenue who's here with us to look at local news stories this week hello matt hello danny hi how are you i'm very well so no one cares don't know no. what you don't even care really i'm just making pleasantries you see people now think you're you're a nice kind caring chat because no, you I'm fake not. that yeah <laughs> wow little do they know not at all matt is a he's a diamond amongst men um and i'll, I'll go on the record saying one of my best friends oh, but I only, ha- only have two so it's not really hard to anyway look, right uh where are we starting? Right, well, um, as you know, most of uh, your listeners will know, there's blue plaques are a thing that they have all around the country, recognising where famous people have lived or worked or born or died in a particular house. But we don't have many here, apart from some weird one down by the back of the Maltings for some author I've never heard of, and where the first Battle of St Albans might have been. And uh, the zombies. And the on, zombies. Uh, that Blacksmith. was a big campaign to get that one going. Yeah, yeah. On the on But they're, they're few and far between. Mm. So... Um, uh, a new group has been set up to um, create, basically, it's an initiative to get more of these uh, memor- more memorials to famous people uh, around the city. And the first one was for someone from the uh, Peasants' Revolt, John Ball or John Bell or someone, uh, some time ago. Sorry, I can't remember his exact name. Uh, probably Bell, because John Ball's like um, a mythological British character. Anyway, so the latest one has just, the second one has just been put up by our good friend Stacey Turner of It mental health awareness charity it's okay to say she was asked to do it and this is to someone um i'd never heard of called nathaniel cotton oh dr nathaniel cotton. dr nathaniel cotton says danny reading from our story on the website to sound more authoritative than he actually is <laughs> <laughs> don't give that away that sounded good till then it did it did never mind trade secrets yeah. well anyway he was a uh, 18th century poet and doctor who developed this form of clinical psychology at the time when basically anyone with mental illness was locked away in Bedlam. Um, he created this um, building. It was called Collegi- Colli- I come my Latin Collegium so. Insonorium. Brilliant, thank you. you. I know you're a Latin um, expert. Oh, yeah. Well, this was literally a college for the insane, so perhaps the name is, is less enlightened. But that was on the corner of what is now College Street, and that's what it's named after. I never knew that. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Because you would, you would think College Street was named after St Albans School in some way because that's, the, the, you know, they put this in close proximity to, to it. Yeah. So this guy, um, that we don't know a lot about him, um, but he's buried in St Peter's Churchyard. And this is um, a plaque that's gone up now recognising him for, you know, having a, a different attitude to people of the time and, you know, trying not to see people, people with mental illness in as, you know, being the sort of people you lock away but people you can work with and help which is you know he's definitely a pioneer and i'm amazed he's not been he's not more widely known okay 
Well, I mean, this at least will help him become slightly better known um, because of because of the way that this plaque is is going to now uh, pay tribute mm. to him. Uh, and and I'm intrigued by this. This so is is this some kind of group then that has been set yeah, up? Yeah, it's St. called Albans. Blue Plaques St Albans or St Albans Blue Plaques, um, right. and it's it's like involves the civic society and um, other bodies like that who are basically. I think people nominated um, a list, a shortlist. Like it hasn't been revealed who's on the list, but a list of people that are worthy of recognition. And, and obviously they've had a couple now and there'll be more to come. Okay. Which oh, is that's, brilliant. That's great yeah, stuff. That's really good. Yeah. I, and love, I love a blue plaque. Yeah. You wander around London, you just see the most unusual ones. One to Slobodom Jorosevic. You remember him? Slobodan Milosevic. Yeah. You're, You're good with the names, aren't you? Um, just as a, in um, South, Ken, South Kensington last week. Okay. Just happened to see right. where he used to live. Wasn't he a disgraced European dictator? Though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so not necessarily one to celebrate, but no, but. just to recognise. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and and it's good that they managed to get Stacey Turner to come out and present that because I know she's quite shy and reticent herself, <laughs> isn't she? But but uh, that's nice. And uh, and yeah, you know, so it's good that it's it's recognising, um, well, a, a pioneer, I guess, in yeah. mental health yeah. work. And funny enough, after I'd never heard of him before, and then I was walking through St Peter's, and there's they have um, some new information boards out there and they mentioned him on there okay and also someone um who was connected to henry the eighth who's buried there who um destroyed sopwell nunnery uh, priory and the monastery and right. everything That's did you find that that out from from your own um, henry the eighth uh, correspondent oh, that, my daughter yeah. Annie, yes no i'm going to tell her about that she'd be really interested yeah loves a bit of tudor absolutely okay uh, well well done to uh, to blue plaques and albans and uh, and and to stacy as well and and yeah, we'll have uh, more from Matt from the Hearts Ad in a moment. Joining us now on the St. Albans podcast is our old friend David Widowson from Ovo. Uh, when I say old, I don't mean that, you know, like he's uh, he's been <laughs> with us for ages. He's just, he's, he's ancient is, is what I'm saying. But I am pretty old. <laughs> you're probably feeling it more at the moment, maybe. Um, yeah. David is, is has battled from his deathbed to join us, uh, albeit virtually, to, uh, to to share this with us. So thank you, David, for for coming back onto the show. Um, now we're, we're here to talk back. about uh, a, in, well, in particular, we're going to talk at first about an event you've got coming up on the thirty first of March, which is called To Be. To Be, that's right. Yeah, so it's um, uh, it's our effort to support the uh, the people of uh, of Ukraine to raise some money uh, for the humanitarian uh, dimension to that uh, which is sorely needed as everybody knows uh, and we felt that we uh, as I say we should uh, we should do something uh, we, obviously there's not it, it needs to be done quickly because the money's needed quickly uh, so it wasn't something that we could uh, spend a lot of time devising and rehearsing so we have um, we've gone to our uh, tried and tested uh, model that we use in our Food of Love um, event at Christmas. So it's an evening of music and readings, um, which uh, uh, are, in case the Food of Love, appropriate to Christmas in this case, um, are relevant to the sort of issues and uh, the uh, the the environment in which uh, this is all happening. So uh, so that's that's what's happening tomorrow night. Okay, uh, and uh, and what uh, so what led you to call it to be? Oh yes. So um, I think what really got us going on this was what seemed to me. Um, I may mean, say we're approaching this very much from a humanitarian rather than a political point of view. 
but what seemed to me to be an absolutely remarkable address by uh, President Zelensky to the House of Commons, in which he referenced, um, as we know, uh, Churchill's uh, We'll Fight Them on the Beaches um, um, speech, but also he referenced um, To Be or Not To Be. Uh, and that struck a bit of a chord with us because, yeah, although uh, that speech in Hamlet is very much him contemplating whether he ought to kill himself, commit suicide, and at the end of his speech is, we're none the wiser, he still can't decide whether to do so or not. Uh, in, in President Zelensky's speech, he gave the answer to that, which was to be. Um, and went on to say that you know, we will, we will, uh, we will resist, and we will fight, and we will, we will not, we will not lose. Mm. And I think that struck a chord with all of us, um, obviously from a theatrical point of view. So that's that's why we called it to be. Okay, uh, so this event is uh, Thursday, the thirty first of March, uh, which uh, at the point of recording this, this is that's tomorrow night. Uh, so you will have to be quick to get your tickets. It's on at the Maltings uh, Theatre, which is within the Malting Shopping Centre. It's kind of above um, uh, Wilco's. I forgot the name of the shop then. Next door uh, to the library. That's it. That would be a, 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 a more artistic uh, location for it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next to the library. Um, so uh, are, are tickets uh, still available? Yes, they are. Yeah, available from the Maltings website. Okay, we will link to where you can get the tickets that, um, in the uh, description of this podcast episode. So you can see that in our description yeah. right now and also on our website at stanormanspodcast.com. But it's ovo.org.uk is the website, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. That's okay. Right. Um, and uh, and now you're, you're doing it on a – so this is a special um, event. So it's not – if people have bought a multi – buy ticket um it doesn't include that is that right no it's not it's not included we're asking uh, people to don't well, to pay 15 pounds for, for a ticket plus whatever else they feel able to donate and um, there'll be other opportunities during the course of the evening to uh, to donate money as well we'll have an auction at um, at, at the interval of uh, a number of prizes um a holiday in a cornwall holiday home for example uh, a brewery tour uh uh, a cut, wash, and blow dry at uh, one of St Albans' finest hairdressers. Uh, uh, a voucher for the uh, new escape room in uh, in the Maltings. Okay, so it sounds so, like people uh, are really sort of pulling together to try to support this event. No, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've uh, we got to, there must be about uh, uh, twelve, fifteen people who'll be um, who'll be coming along to do something and perform. Um, uh, so yeah, everybody's really, really, uh, really taken up the spirit of this and um uh, and looking to do whatever they can to support okay so the event is called to be an evening with ovo for the benefit of the people of ukraine and it's 8 p.m on the 31st of march uh, at the maltings theater more information from their website now uh, david uh, we're going to take a break but when we come back uh, will you be able to share with us some of the other things that ovo have got coming up yeah absolutely very pleased to do that Hi, I'm Chris Aikman. Join me, local author Howard Linsky, and St Albans podcast producer Sam Rolfe for the St Albans Film Guide. Each week, one of us will guide you through the new releases at the cinema and on streaming services. We'll also give you our choice of the best films to watch on UK free-to-air TV for the forthcoming week. So if you're a film lover, join us for a chat about all things movie-related every week as part of the St Albans podcast. New episodes will be released every Friday morning, for more information, visit sullivanspodcast.com or find us where any good podcasts are found. We're back with Matt Adams from the Hearts Ad. 
Matthew. Right. Well, if you live in Sandridge and Jersey Farm, do you think you've got anything in common with people in Berkhampstead and Tring? Answer no. No, no. Sorry, I, <laughs> no. I didn't. Sorry, I hadn't turned my page in my script. No. <laughs> no, I, I very much doubt you have. Well, uh, under plans by the Boundary Commission for England, people in those communities are all going to be lumped together, together with people in Harpenden, uh, as, uh, under proposed changes to parliamentary constituency boundaries. So um, this comes to a close next Monday, April the 4th, so there's only a few days left to have your say. But it hasn't, it seems to have gone under the radar a bit. But people in um, Jersey Farm and Sandridge are saying that they're really unhappy not being linked to the rest of the city and instead being tied in with towns and villages far to the west. Um, they say that, you know, they use, they use the same facilities as St Albans and they, they contribute to the city's community. Um, but they're voiceless when issues arise which may inv- uh, require the intervention of St Albans MP Daisy Turner. Daisy Cooper. Daisy Cooper. You can edit that bit out. I could. St Albans <laughs> MP Daisy Cooper. <laughs> I might just leave it in now. Stacey on the brain. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, okay. Now, I'm trying to, I'm racking my brain here because maybe I'm being very ignorant, but those areas, they're not connected, are they? No. No, what they've done, what they did initially, so when they did the last review, which I think was about 2010, they looked at... Um, Harpenden and Hitchin, which is one constituency, and they needed to add up, add some more numbers to it. So they just carved a bit off St Albans. Right. Stuck it on there, which is almost fine because the connection with, um, you know, Harpenden is justifiable if you really push it. But mm. now they've, they're changing the, 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 the political map completely. It's going to, it's almost going to be a swathe across from east to west. Yeah. All the way but this to is, pa- this Trim. is patchy, isn't it? Because they don't, I mean, w- w- with the change you just mentioned, at least there was a connection. I you know. know. There's a, there's this an actual is, physical this connection. This nonsense. I can't see any, any sort of geographical, political, you know, any p- reason at all no. why this, you know, has been done other than someone's just like making up the numbers. And surely if you were the MP of that new constituency, you would have a lot of work because it's not as if there's going to be one issue that would affect all of them because they're different places. No, you're mo- and you're working across multiple local councils. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a push at least three or four, which is makes it very hard to sort of, you know, get anything, get any sort of consensus. Right. So, so there's a, con- a consultation which comes to a close on uh, Monday the 4th of April. Yeah. But is this... Is this a fait accompli? I mean, is this already No, I done? don't think it is yet. No, I think and I think they probably will find around the, the rest of the country, there's a lot of people in a similar predicament who are kicking off about it. So I think I would urge anyone in those areas that, that aren't happy with this to have their say. And you're, I'm sure you'll put the link on your notes to this webcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the podcast. <laughs> yes, we'll put the... Do you think the, I've been doing this too long? Yeah, or not long <laughs> enough. Um, I don't know. But yes, yeah, so we'll we'll put the link uh, that, uh, where you can have your say. It's in the description of this episode right now. And it's also on our website, stalbanspodcast.com. Uh, we will have uh, one more news story from Matt Adams momentarily. David Widowson from uh, Ovo Theatre Company is here with us now on the St Albans podcast. Uh, so we're going to have a look at what else is going on with with Ovo and what else is going on at the Maltings Theatre. So David. So at the moment, Danny, we're in the middle of our uh, spring season, or coming towards the end of it now, in fact, which has been very largely focused on new writing uh, from a number of uh, number of, uh, of sources, but uh, all, all people who have written uh, written plays which are making their debut at the uh, at the, at the Maltings uh, include some people who've uh, acted with us before, 
the season started off, in fact, with uh, production of Mosquitoes, uh, which was um, a, a show which um, uh, was going to be performed last year, but had to be postponed because of um, because of the pandemic. Uh, so we were, we were able to fit it in at the beginning of this season, and that uh, that, that achieved uh, no less than four stars from the stage um, magazine, which we were all absolutely delighted with. It was a fantastic production, and uh, I think there's a very good chance that uh, we've had invitations to um, uh, to tour that around the country and in some well-known places. So oh, fantastic. We're, uh, we're, we're really, really pleased by that. It, it's great um, to have seen Ovo being gaining all of this sort of national attention i mean it's over the last couple of years it really does seem like you you you're making quite a name for yourselves out there well nice of you to say so yeah we <laughs> i think we're um yeah we're very pleased with uh, the way things are going um yeah we feel we're the, the the quality of what we're putting out is getting better and better we've attracted some incredibly talented actors to um to perform in our shows and what's really uh, really um, reassuring, I suppose, and um, makes us happy is that nearly all of them want to come back. Uh, so whenever we put out casting calls, we see the same people, uh, the, the same people wanting to perform with us again. So we're really pleased by that and delighted to to have them all. So the, um, the there are there are uh, four uh, shows left to come over the course of the next ten days or so. Two of those are written by uh, by people who have uh, who've worked with us before, Hannah Baker and uh, and uh, Guido Garcia Leches. Uh, so um, again, as I say, these will be uh, performed for the first time in uh, in the Maltings Theatre. So okay. uh, uh, do come along. All right. You can say you were there when they become uh, when they <laughs> when these shows go to uh, to Broadway. Yeah, well, yeah, and 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 you know, let's let, let's face it, St Albans has got a reasonably good pedigree of producing world class playwrights. You know, mo- most recently, got one that's been yeah. to mind is Jez Butterworth, who who, yeah. who who did you know hails from these parts of Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. done rather well for himself. Uh, <laughs> he's done okay. Yeah, yeah. he's done all right. Um, now uh, yeah. that's. That's what's coming up next at the Malting Theatre. But of course, you, you guys also put on a, a wonderful um, Roman theatre festival uh, each year. And I gather you're doing it once again. We are, yeah. We've done it the last six years. Um, each year it's got um, it's got extended a little bit. This year it's uh, been, it, it's the, it will be our biggest ever. So we'll be going for uh, for 16 weeks. There are 16 different shows spread out over that over that period. Um, Ovo's shows will be uh, A Midsummer Night's Dream and The Importance of Being Earnest, so two uh, well-known productions, and also uh, a little later on in the festival, Little Women. Um, and then we have uh, a number of uh, external companies uh, coming along, who've uh, 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 some of whom have uh, performed with us before. Uh, we will, for example, have um, uh, a production of uh, The Lion, uh, by uh, uh, Benjamin Scheuer. Uh, Wind in the Willows becoming uh, a children's focus show. Jekyll and Hyde, uh, the very popular and well known complete works of um, uh, complete works of William Shakespeare abridged, uh, and also uh, the women, the woman in white. Uh, that that will be right towards the end of the festival. Okay. Uh, there'll, there'll be plenty of music. Uh, there's um, an express uh, Gilbert Sullivan, uh, Gilbert Sullivan show. Uh, the Alan Barnes uh, uh, Jazz Octet uh, will be there. Uh, we'll, there'll be a contribution from St Albans Folk. So it's, it'll be a, a, a very um, 
a very varied and I think popular uh, program okay and so so that's kind of starting in june and running right through to the end of august is that right starting in may starting in may sorry starting in may yeah yeah first shows i think on the 24th yeah i sorry i had misscrolled here on my screen yeah. um yeah so so starting from may running through to august that that's a long old time um it is yeah but but, uh, but uh, we it, it, it is not at all difficult to fill it. We have a lot of people who are who are who are wanting to uh, to put up put on uh, put on shows at a, at a, at our festival. It's got a lot of um, uh, got a lot of currency around the uh, around the place now, and it's um, it's as you, you've been there. It's a great place to perform, mm. um, uh, and it, it's 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 very popular. Yeah, I mean, it it it, um, it pleases me no end being a fan of theatre anyway to see how every year it has grown. And even during the worst of lockdown, you were able to still keep this going. And uh, yeah, it, it it speaks a lot to the, the the spirit of you guys, and also to the people of St Albans that want this, that have an, an appetite for this kind of thing. Um, but uh, thank thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. The the information about what's on at the Roman Theatre and what's on at the Malting Theatre is all on Ovo's website, which we've linked to in the description of this episode. Uh, but you can also find it ovo.org.uk. And, and finally, I just wanted to mention how um, it was. Well, what was it like, or, or did you hear what it was like when um, uh, when you had your play on the other Thursday during the power cut? Because I gather you carried on. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, it was uh, quite remarkable, but an absolute testimony to the uh, to the cast and the um, and the, uh, the the technical staff to, that we got um, uh, we got a uh, a show up and running using emergency lighting and mobile phone torches. I mean, it uh, is incredible, it. and it was it was great. Uh, the absolute troopers, the uh, the cast, the, uh, every everybody was. It was fantastic. The audience were wonderfully supportive. And it was a great show, a really, really great show. It's a, 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 a very alternative take on um, um, on Three Sisters uh, by Chekhov, by by um, uh, one of our associate directors, Matt, uh, and uh, he did a fantastic job with that. So it was, it was so 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 good that we could uh, you know show must go on and all that. Yeah, living living proof that it does. Oh, I mean, it was when I when I read about that, uh, I, I just it just really I don't know something quite heartwarming about it because because yes, it's that it's that is the very essence, isn't it? And the very nature of theatre is the show must go on and and you know finding a way to be able to do that uh, even yeah. you know, during a a citywide like grid takedown. I gather you know the the, the yeah, it, it was quite wide ranging. This power cut; it wasn't just a brief flicker, but uh, but well done. No, I was I drove uh, to get there from where I live in Whitwell, uh, so we're a little way away, and you know, no sign of anything there. And we got, to, I think, it must have started just outside Sandridge, and um, everything. I suddenly noticed everything was black. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> um, and it became obvious that there was a bit of a serious problem. Yeah. Oh well. Well, anyway, well done to everyone for for carrying yeah. on that night, and 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 yeah, thank you again for for coming on, David, and sharing with us the the, the wonderful work of Ovo uh, here on our local theatre scene. Uh, and yeah, more information you can find it in the link in uh, our description right now, and also on our website at stalbanspodcast dot com. Uh, will you come back a little bit nearer to the Roman Theatre um, launch and perhaps um, talk a bit more about what's going on there? I'll be very pleased to, Danny. Great pleasure. Hi, I'm Elspeth Jackman, inviting you to listen to my podcast, One to One with Elspeth. Find a local person with a story and I'll be there 
to draw out all those little details you want to know about. If I'm fascinated, so will you be. Each week I'll be talking to an interesting character who has a tale to tell. And the beauty of it is you can listen whenever you want to. To find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for the St. Albans Podcast. Alternatively, go to stalbanspodcast.com slash Elspeth. That's one-to-one with Elspeth, part of the St. Albans Podcast in association with the Hearts Advertiser. You never know, you could be my next guest. One more news story now from Matt Adams from the Hearts Ad. Right, well, we've um, covered uh, over the month, past few months all the problems faced by local pubs, uh, Fighting Cocks, which has just announced it's going to be reopening next week, um, of various other establishments around the, the city and district. Now, the latest one that's in, as facing a crisis is the Farmer's Boy in London Road, which is a much-loved music venue, perhaps second only to the Horn uh, for live music. Now, uh, this is actually at risk of closure following uh, noise complaints from neighbours now, they've been promoting live music for the past 14 years. They have gigs in the beer garden every Saturday afternoon. But they now had a noise abatement order, which threatens continued performances. And it say, puts the very future of the pub in jeopardy. Now, in the past, they've had complaints about noise, and they've put in loads of measures to, um, to restrict this. So uh, all the performances face out towards London Road. They, uh, there's a day of rest after any event everything finishes by 6 p.m they manage band sound levels so they put they invested two thousand pounds in acoustic quilts you know the sound dampening things they encourage bands to bring smaller amps for drummers to use brushes and they even go out and monitor noise levels in the vicinity of the complainant's home now ros uh kintu who's the landlady she said she was astonished to to receive this notice because they go out of their way to make these efforts but they think it's a very small group of neighbor, of neighbors you know one or two who are making these complaints um, but they're saying it literally could put them out of business you know especially in the wake of the pandemic um, we spoke to the district council who said they've received compla- complaints from several residents about excessive noise and they confirmed you could hear noise in one property with the windows shut despite the tv being on so they, they're going to try and work with the pub to um, achieve a reduction in noise further. So the fact that they've received complaints, though, do, are these, have these now been upheld then? And, and have, have people come along and have they, have they verified that, that the noise is, is at too high a level if, they, if, if an like order it. has been issued? Sounds like it. Mm. I mean, it does, I do. I, I know. I know uh, Roz and her husband Doug. Um, and you know, I guess I should declare that up front on this. But, but you know, they they would have done everything they could to 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 minimise that. And if we're talking about during the day, it's I'm, a couple of hours on a Saturday afternoon. It's lovely. I you can't. Know, I live near the Bit Farmers Boy, and you can hear the music. But it's not like. And, you know thrash metal or anything and also it's, in it's fairness you live very near it very near, and you yeah. are in front of where they are doing it so yeah. so it, it makes it sense goes, i live in latimer road and the music will go up that road because yeah. there's nowhere else fit to go in a forward direction yeah sound travels you know mm. so these people get you know nearby getting you know just it's just a couple of hours just you know you know if you live near a pub that's been playing live music for 14 years they're probably going to carry on doing it you know, can, whether these people have been there longer than that, I don't know. I could understand the issue if we were talking about 11 o'clock on, of an evening. Yeah. But, but, but in the afternoon, that, that really does seem, I don't know, that just seems a bit churlish. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, some people, you know, think that 
they have the God-given right to peace and quiet, you know. And then people also bemoan the fact that all the pubs are closing down, or there aren't mm. as many as there used to be, and 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 then are sad to hear that that you know that, that the fighting cop is going to be closed temporarily and and then on the other hand complain about the noise of a pub and it it, it just i don't know these pubs are such an important and integral part of our community and that pub in particular does so much and doesn't have the 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 exposure you know it doesn't have a marketing team that help promote it the way that others do and and you know they've just been plugging away doing their thing and 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 they've done so much for local music in our area as well so many local artists would have nothing but good things to say about that absolutely yeah and and it's just such a shame and i would hope that the council will work really hard i I think they will i think they recognize the importance of maintaining these places we don't want more holes in the no in the you know landscape of St Albans because there are pubs locally that take the mickey out of out of all the regulations and do their utmost to work around them opening when they shouldn't have done you yeah. during the lockdown and all this sort of thing Farmer's Boy is not one of those pubs no. it is a community pub it is at the heart of yeah. its community and I was really looking forward to you know to going down there in the summer and seeing some yeah. live music well hopefully you still can and Fingers you can crossed. still enjoy it and if there's an entry fee you can just listen in your own garden <laughs> But anyway, uh, Matt, thank you for that. Uh, to find out more about uh, those news stories and others besides, uh, do check out heartsad.co.uk. The Hearts Advertiser, the, the print edition, is out on Thursday mornings. And it's, it's aside from getting delivered in loads of houses locally, you can also find it in various places around the town where you can pick a copy up. And um, coming up on the St. Ormans Podcast Network, on Friday, we've got the film guide with acclaimed local author and former journalist, Howard Linsky. Then on uh, Sunday, it's the Dagnall Street Baptist Church virtual service with Simon Carver. And on Monday, we have one-to-one with Elspeth Jackman. Find out more about us on the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we are at St. Albans Podcast, or on our website, stalbanspodcast.com. See ya. Thanks for listening to this edition of the St. Albans Podcast with Danny Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or a podcast platform of your choice. This will help us reach more listeners. Join us, the St. Albans Podcast, next Wednesday for more news, views and reviews. In the meantime, commit no nuisance. Produced by Samantha Rolfe. Logo and artwork by David Ellis. This is an independent production in association with the Heart Advertiser. If you would like to become a community partner or a sponsor of the podcast, please visit stalbanspodcast.com for more details.